0: Consider tripinsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from tripinsurance.com. Okay, stand Broadcasting from the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. Doug Parker is on assignment. On this show, Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network gives her review of her recent seven-night Alaska sailing aboard Carnival Miracle. But first, Stuart are on the cruise, guys. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Carnival Cruise Lines recently teamed up with the New Orleans Saints. What's this partnership about?
1: Well, it's uh, it's actually you know pretty exciting. Uh, Carnival is the largest cruise operator in New Orleans. And speaking of sunshine, uh-huh. uh, Carnival Sunshine is going to be home ported there through April until she's Repositioned to New Orleans, but uh, she is going to be um, arriving um, on, I guess it's the 17th, and uh, she will be uh, renamed. I mean, the official renaming ceremony will be on the 18th, with uh, the original godmother. When you know the godmother that uh, named the ship Carnival Destiny way back in 1996, which is uh, happens to be Mickey Harrison's mom, Lynn er- Lynn Harrison. Mm-hmm. So uh, she will be reprising her role as godmother, and um, so uh, you know what better way to further entrench yourself in a market than with the beloved local football team. So uh, in this case, the New Orleans Saints. That
0: makes sense. So uh, when they do arrive in New Orleans, uh, it'll increase their cruise capacity. There, will they move a ship out?
1: Well, actually it will um, theoretically uh what, what, I mean what they're going to be doing is they're uh, they're, they're going to be moving carnival conquest out carnival sunshine is in so there'll be two ships uh, for carnival based uh, in New Orleans but uh carnival sunshine is a little larger uh, than conquest uh, you know a little more berth and then uh, they'll they'll bring in the larger carnival dream later on so um but uh, so I get it. Carnival Conquest will be uh, re re uh, moving to Miami.
0: And in regards to the New Orleans Saints, it's, it seems like this is a new trend. Are some of the other cruise lines associated with pro sports?
1: Well, it's 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 interesting that you bring that up, Matt. But uh, <laughs> you know, Celebrity Cruises uh, just recently announced their uh, affiliate with the New York Rangers, and uh, you know, there's going to be a New York Rangers cruise uh later in the year I think it's around August 3rd mm-hmm. um you know uh from Bayonne and this is actually you know I guess a an inexpensive way you know the least expensive way to get involved in the market in the New York market um you know with uh, doing something with the with the New York Rangers because uh you know we know the Yankees are expensive <laughs> yeah and and the Mets and uh and speaking of which um little did anyone know but uh celebrity did another one of these things earlier in the year and uh, they're going to be doing a uh, cruise um, <laughs> with, a, with one of the Major League Baseball teams. And uh, it turns out now, uh, aren't these guys uh, you know, that much wiser? Because it's the Boston Red Sox, the World Series yeah. champions. So they're also the uh, you know, uh, official cruise line of the Boston Red Sox because of that affiliate. Nice. Um, and we mentioned with Carnival, they've got the New Orleans Saints. Uh, NCL recently did something with the, the New York Knicks, which um, you know I guess makes sense on two, po- on two uh, points because the, the Knicks are in New York. They brought in Norwegian Breakaway, but unfortunately they couldn't have the NBA two-time, uh, two-in-a-row champ, back-to-back champions, the Miami Heat, because they are uh, officially sponsored by Carnival Cruise Lines.
0: Disney Cruise Line announced total 2014, early 2015 itineraries. What are we going to see?
1: Well, essentially what we're going to see is, um, I mean, for the, the the rounding up of 2014 and 2015, all four of the Disney cruise ships will be homeported in Florida, wow. which is essentially continuing what they're doing currently. So we will have not one, not two, but three Disney ships departing out of Port Canaveral, and we'll have uh, one Disney Wonder uh, continuing to depart on her four and five night itineraries out of Miami. And does Disney
0: have any new build plans in the near future?
1: Well, at this point, they don't. Uh, right. right now, they're they're sticking <laughs> with their four.
0: Okay. Norwegian Cruise Line expanded the partnership with Nintendo. Uh, more games on more ships?
1: Well, essentially, you know, they, they've had a long standing relationship uh, with uh, Nintendo. Um, you know, they've had Wii on their ships for some time. So, um, you know, we've got the uh, Xbox uh, One and the. You know, the uh, Sony PlayStation 4, which is debuting. So, of course, NCL is going to go for the the older model, and they're going to have the Wii U on all of their ships uh, that debuted last year. And uh, they're going to have that fleet-wide. And, uh, you know, they'll have it uh, so people can play in the atriums and the youth and their teen centers. And uh, they'll have uh, some HD versions uh, that, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun to play. Very active.
0: Very good. Are any of the cruise lines helping out for relief in the Philippines?
1: That's a great question. And, and, Matt, the good news is they are because, I mean, they, they do have a lot of Filipino crew members uh, on their ships. And uh, Sunday night, as we were, um, as, you know, after having left Miami aboard Vision of the Seas, uh, Royal Caribbean's chairman, Richard Fain, um, made a very heartfelt speech about, uh, you know, many of the crew members that, who's been on a, you know, who've who been unable to reach, you know, uh, their, their families and friends back home. And uh, he immediately said that uh, Royal Caribbean, on behalf of Royal Caribbean Celebrity and Azamara, would uh, would would be offering um, help. So uh, Royal Caribbean pledged a million dollars. The Carnival Corp group and their ten cruise lines, along with the Miami Heat, pledged a million dollars. And uh, Costa pledged, uh, which is part of Carnival Corp, uh, on their own pledged another hundred thousand dollars. And I'm sure there's, there's more to come. By a lot of the other lines, because I mean they all have many members of their staffs uh, who are you know from the Philippines.
0: Allure of the Seas propulsion issues continue. Is this a big problem? Any any insight? Considering you you just had dinner with Royal Caribbean CEO.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it was it was actually uh, an interesting uh, topic of discussion, and he had uh, mentioned that I mean essentially it was brought up that uh, one there are not one not two but three propulsion units on. Oasis and Allure of the Seas. Mm. So right now because of a problem they're having to they're not able to travel as fast. So they're having to leave, you know, uh, you know, they're having to cut an hour off of Nassau, big deal. And uh, you know, they're they're, they're arriving a little bit late into uh St. Thomas. But uh I mean so far, I mean not, none of the hotel operations, nothing else has been impacted, so it's not a big deal, but it was brought up that uh would they consider Swapping out the dry dock of Oasis for Allure. And um, from what he said, that is something that uh, is being considered.
0: One last item here, Stuart. It seems that a couple of cruise lines are resuming itineraries in the Mexican Riviera. Uh, tell us more.
1: Well, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I guess they, they feel it's, it's safe to go back in. <laughs> you know, the, the water is warm. Uh, that Holland America and NCL are going to make 21 stops this season in Mazatlan. So they're going to be able to get past the Mexican Baja and actually get back to uh, the Mexican Riviera side, uh, you know, for the first time in a couple years. So that will certainly be nice to be able to diversify the itineraries and, you know, offer some passengers, uh, you know, a really nice new port.
0: Very good. Thank you, Stuart. Hey, it is a pleasure.
1: (laughs) Cruise Radio News, now trending at cruiseradio.net.
0: tripinsurance.com. Joining me right now
3: from Washington, D.C. is Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network. Hello, Nancy. Wow, thanks so much. It's always great to be with you, Doug. Yeah, happy to have you. So the Carnival Miracle, you just took a a seven-night cruise out of Seattle. How was uh, Seattle as an embarkation point?
2: Well, you know, departing from Seattle is so great. First of all, it's a, it's a really good choice for anyone on a budget because flights to Seattle are typically so much cheaper than those going to Vancouver. And in addition, if you're planning to arrive a few days before your cruise or stay later, the hotel rooms in Seattle are, are often cheaper as well. I would really recommend staying in Seattle pre- or post-cruise. It's it's a really great city to explore, and people love visiting the Space Needle, which was named a historic landmark in 1999. There's also the Museum of Flight, which is fantastic for anyone who's into aviation and flying. People love taking the Washington State Ferries, and families always like going to the Seattle Aquarium, too. But, you know, personally, I could spend hours in the Pike Place Market, that market is over a hundred years old, and it's packed with fresh flowers and fruits and vegetables and pastries it's a really great place to go prior to your cruise to get a colorful ten dollar bouquet of flowers for your stateroom or even pick up a bottle of wine to bring with you on the cruise
3: it's It's cool watching them throw the uh fish around fish, too
2: yeah yeah, and if you're there at the right time, you can get a great video yeah. too that's always that's always fun and and while you're there it's always cool to go across the street and visit uh That's the first Starbucks store, although really it's not exactly the first store.
3: (laughs) But it makes a lot of money as saying they are.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) They actually opened at Pike's Pike's Place Market in 1971, so I think they kind of try to create the same feel in that store, but Mm. boy, the crowds there are crazy sometimes, so it's good to get there early.
3: So you boarded Carnival Miracle, what'd you think of the ship?
2: Well, you know, I love the Carnival Miracle. It's this mid-sized ship, and I found it very easy to navigate and get around. Joe Farkas designed the Carnival Miracle's interior with this fictional icons theme. So mm-hmm. you find things like these white Phantom of the Opera masks and candelabras in the Phantom Lounge and this huge, giant-sized, lit-up Frankenstein in Dr. Frankenside's lab, uh, the dance club. But, you know, honestly, I found the kitschy style of decorating to be actually pretty appealing, so much so that I ended up getting up at 6 in the morning to take a photo safari around the ship. Nice. It's just, <laughs> there are all these little cool nooks and crannies and places to explore. Um, some of my favorites are this this place called the Mad Hatter's Ball. It's like a smaller show lounge under the um, Phantom Show Lounge, and it's decorated like something out of Alice in Wonderland. You Go down this spiral staircases, and you really feel like you just drop down the rabbit's hole. Um, And then there's this place called Gatsby's Garden, which I would encourage everyone to find. It's a a promenade area on Deck 3. It's really nice for relaxing with a book on a day at sea. Big circular windows that let in the sun, garden trellises. It's a perfect place to spend some time. The ship was given an upgrade in January of 2012. It's got a beautiful adults-only serenity area with two large whirlpools. And for us, that turned out to be a great place to hang out on sea days, just sitting in the whirlpool as the ship sort of cruised through Alaska.
3: Where is the serenity on that ship, uh, forward um, or aft?
2: It's aft behind where the uh, the spiral slide is. Okay so right off the back of the ship, so you can just sit in these uh, these whirlpools and sort of watch the back area of the ship, watch nice. the area go by, but, you know, getting away from the ship for a minute, um, you know, the real gem on the Carnival Miracle is, is its crew, and that's what made it such a standout for me. The staff on the crew on the Miracle are so warm and welcoming. They're really one of the best cruise i've ever seen they make everybody feel right at home and that's That's, something you definitely want an alaska cruise
3: yeah the crew can make or break your cruise and uh speaking of the crew i'm sure they served you some real good food
2: Oh, yeah, the food on the Miracle had all of my carnival favorites, like lobster and that always delicious warm chocolate melting cake. You know, this time we tried the My Time Dining, and Mm -hmm. I became a complete convert on that. It was absolutely awesome, and I'd really recommend it for Alaska, because there there's a lot of times when you want to spend more time in the evening just watching the sunset or the whales or the vistas or whatever happens to be out that evening, you don't really know when you want to eat or want to be tied to something, so I would highly recommend it. Um with that one, you can show up anytime between five forty five and nine thirty at night to be seated. And you know, I thought we for mind time dining, we would have to have a different table every time just mm-hmm. because we were going to show up any time. Sure. But it wasn't the case. The maitre d', the first night after the first night, actually, she just said, you know, would you like to have the same table every night? And there it was for us every time. And that was true for everybody else as well. I don't know how they did it, but the the same people on my time managed to have the same places, and it was just really great.
3: You know, the older Um, I get, the more I go with the my time or early dining, because, you know, you you get this, you do the 8 o'clock dinner, And then by the time you're done, it's 10 o'clock and you're going to sleep pretty soon with all that food on you. At least if you do an earlier dinner, 545 or 6, you can kind of walk around the ship, take in a show, and get to experience the evening.
2: Oh, it's absolutely worth it. And the other thing, too, is we ate at Nick and Nora's, which is a specialty steakhouse Uh restaurant, and the steaks were really delicious. It was $35 a person, well worth the cost. If anybody goes, I'd really recommend that they make a reservation right during the sunset hours and ask for a table right along the floor-to-ceiling windows upstairs. It's absolutely magical to just sit there at this specialty restaurant, have this great dining, and just watch the sun just sink into the ocean. It's gorgeous.
3: So what about Carnival? Miracle's Alaska itinerary. Uh, what kind of ports of call did it go to, and uh, what kind of recommendations do you have? Well, on its usual itinerary,
2: the Carnival Miracle leaves from Seattle. There's one full day at sea, and it's, it's outside in the ocean, not um, going up the inside passage. And then the next day, you're cruising Tracy Arm to see the Sawyer Glaciers, then the ship heads to Skagway, Juneau, and Ketchikan. And then on the way back, it spends its few mandatory evening hours calling on Victoria, British Columbia mm-hmm. before coming back in Seattle. My biggest recommendation for anybody going on to this cruise is to splurge a little bit and take the Tracy Arm Fjord and Glacier Explorer tour that's offered from the ship by Alan Marine. Um, yes, the Carnival Miracle does go, it cruises right up Tracy Arm Fjord. Mm-hmm. But because the ship's so big, it really can't get in close. That Allen Marine tour takes you much closer to the glaciers than you're ever going to get on the ship. And if glaciers are really important to you, seeing that blue ice, watching the calving, you really want to spend the extra money and do this tour. Um, We were able to get up close to both the north and south Sawyer glaciers. We saw the glaciers calving. There were tons of seals hanging out on the blue ice. You know, we were really iffy for a long time about spending the extra money and going back and forth about whether we wanted to do it, but I'm really glad we did. It was definitely one of the best shore excursions I've ever taken.
3: So do you have any money-saving or first-timer tips for folks heading to Alaska? Oh, absolutely. First of all, to save money,
2: look into independent shore excursions with companies like Shore Excursions Group, Viator, and others. And if there are two or more of you, consider purchasing something called the Alaska Tour Saver. It has about 130 buy-one-get-one-free coupons for many tours, including some of the flight seeing ones. But the important thing to realize is it's $99 for the book. So you've got to figure out whether you're going to save enough money. And the other thing is, remember, the weather in Alaska is unpredictable, and it may not be exactly what you saw on (laughs) weather.com. So dress in layers, bring some rain gear just in case. We had great weather everywhere except for in Juneau, uh, which in September was kind of a rarity, so that Mm -hmm. was fantastic.
3: That's cool. So you had, uh, like you say, good weather. You had sunny skies the whole trip, pretty much?
2: Sunny skies, blue skies, you know, nice weather, not freezing cold. Um, In Juneau, it rained, but we had a great time there. We got to visit the salmon hatchery and go to a great salmon bake, so it all worked out perfectly.
3: And the Alaska season runs, what, like from April to September ish from
2: from May to Sept yeah to September yeah, end of yeah. you know, mid mid to end
3: of September so very good Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network giving her review of Carnival Miracle and her Alaska experience uh, thanks for being here Nancy it was so great to be with you Doug
0: all right that's going to do it from the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville Florida I'm Matt Basford and this is Cruise Radio. <laughs> For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your adopter.